Hi everyone, this is episode number 43 of WDW Happy Hour. I'm Catherine and I'm joined by my fellow podcast members. I've got Scott here. Hello. Holly. Hello. Rob. Greetings. And Matt. Hi. You I didn't, switched it up in the I know. Order. She didn't go. I, I know. Mean, you can't see I was this, trying to keep you on your toes. Yeah. She did not go clockwise. No. She just I, went. I did. I switched it up. She just went wild. I try to. I do. And I, I like to do like Holly and Rob, Rob and Holly. Like I don't want it always to be the same order of the couples, you know, even mm-hmm. though it's usually me first. Anyway, um, welcome to our show. We have a really fun episode today. We are going to be playing a game. And the fun part of this game is only one person really knows has the structure of the game. The four of us are kind of, Rob is going to be the the master of this game. So the really Jack. When, the Passage Jack, if you will. Alex Trebek. So when you say that it's going to be a really fun episode, it's it's completely presumptuous. No, <laughs> I, I think it will be because it's it's different because we're not going to have like any prep. Like usually we know what the topic's going to be and we can kind of say what we want to, you know, prepare a little bit, at least like an hour or so about what we're going to talk about. But this, we're kind of just flying by the seat of our pants. And I'm okay with that because I was like, Rob, you, you do it and we'll go along for the ride. <laughs> so, um, but we start every episode, episode off with topping it off, which is our segment where we pick a drink from a Disney location and we talk about it a little bit. And this week, Matt is topping it off. So what you got for us, Matt? I am. And I am going to the newest place in Walt Disney World where you can get a drink. And that would be the Baseline Tap House. Oh, wow. Yes. Like wow, indeed. And the Baseline Tap House, for those who didn't listen to the last episode where we talked a bit about it, is um, they offer nine, at this point, nine different types of California uh, beers. And the one that I want to talk about is the Green Flash Passion Fruit Kicker Wheat Ale. Green Flash is out of San Diego, one of my favorite places. So it's fun. It's a little piece of Southern California in Orlando, or rather Lake Buena Vista. So the Passion Fruit Kicker is really good. It's a wheat beer, but it's got a tropical taste to it. They have um, passion fruit tea and passion fruit juice, which is imbued with wheat malt. And so it's a wheat beer. And the the passion fruit is not like it's not like overwhelmingly fruity. Like it's still very much a wheat beer. Um, not quite as as wheat as like a hefeweizen, but it's really really good. I this was one of the uh, this was definitely my favorite beer at Baseline Tap House, and I would definitely get it again. Highly recommended. How much was it? Yep. Well, we got it ours in the. <laughs> we got ours as part of the flight. Yeah, but then, if you get the big one, it's twenty-two ounces. It's for a twenty-two ounce. It's nine fifty, and for six and for a sixteen ounce, it's eight twenty-five. Um, I'm fairly certain that that is the standard for all of the beers there. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one price for all of them. Yeah. I'm going to piggyback on that. Did anybody else have that? Because I had it and I loved it. It was very good. Yeah, I had it too. Yes. We, we I, did a flight. Yeah. And- um, we did a flight the first night that we were there, me, Scott, and Matt, um, and I really liked this one, and like I tried it, and I was like, I think my reaction was like, ooh, I don't really like this, and then I tried it again, I was like, oh, I love it, in fact. <laughs> um, and this is definitely going to be the beer, like, I have like a routine beer in each of the parts, or a routine drink, um, and this is going to be my drink in Hollywood mm. Studios oh. that I go back to and get a full-size one and like in in Epcot, it's in Canada, and in Animal Kingdom, it's in the Nomad Lounge. So 
Um, this is going to be like my like beeline for when I need a drink and it's going to be this one. And it's not too heavy. It's a 5.5, uh, alcohol per volume. So it's, it's pretty good. I, I'm such a dummy with, when it comes to IBUs, like I don't, I don't understand it either. I understand that it stands for bittering units. So like um, the amount of bitters in it and it's a five, but I have no context for what that means, but I know what alcohol per per volume certainly (laughs) someday we'll learn that for for the podcast. Yeah, Yeah, we'll do uh acronyms for drinking yeah <laughs> all right well thanks matt that was a good taste matt yeah. yeah that was a good one <laughs> um so then we're gonna go to rob with the news and we have a more west coast uh update we today do. more yeah. than the east coast parks but that's cool so let's talk all right so disney announced uh, details for the new luxury resort or luxury hotel coming to the Disneyland Resort. So this is going to be a 700 room hotel and it's going to be situated. So I'm going to try and describe this. If you're coming out of downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. From what direction? Uh, from the parks. Okay. Going towards the Disneyland, the current Disneyland hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, once you pass the monorail station on your right, before you get to the movie theater Rainforest Cafe, it's going to be right there. Hmm. By where they tore down the so, House of Blues? Uh, a little no, bit further keep down. Going. Keep going. Okay. Um, so basically, the monorail station is going to be part of the hotel. Oh, okay. So, I love it. I know. So some of the things that are going to have to go away, and this is all based on the concept art. Disney hasn't necessarily said these are going away, but the speculation is... The AMC Theater, Rainforest Cafe, Earl of Sandwich, and ESPN Zone are all going to go. Hmm. Yeah. Only really upset about Earl. Yeah. yeah, me too. I hope they can do like an Earl window or maybe replace. They, and they're saying that they they um, are trying to find yeah, substitutes so. for for this. So it looks like... So that the, would go over because those are on the other side. The, the theater. Yeah, basically, it, it, think of it as the far side of the hotel is going to be where the monorail station is. Okay. And then everything's going to be situated in between the monorail line and the Disneyland Hotel, the current Disneyland Hotel. Okay. Oh, wow. So it's going to cross over both sides of downtown Disney, presumably. Well, <sighs> not really. It's more on the it's more on the Disneyland Hotel parking lot side. I'll have to see the correct. Because the Earl of Sandwich is on the left yeah, side. Yeah, that's, why, that's why I'm theater. a little confused. Well, it, 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 does, it does span. Okay. I think, I think maybe you'll go it, under a catwalk or something? It's hard to, it's hard to, if you look at the concept art, you could tell. Let's see this bad boy. Yeah. So the circular building is the Lego building, to give you a point of reference. Okay, Okay. that makes sense. This is making for riveting. um, Yeah, yeah, no, we linked to it on our Facebook page. Now, you said deluxe. Oh, yeah, you'll walk under it, or it'll split right there. Yeah, Yeah, so I was thinking. Oh, okay, I I get it. All right, so you're walking from the park, and it'll be on both sides yes. of you in downtown Disney. So that'll be, like, where the parking structure is. Like, if you're going to park, um, what parking lot is that? I want to say Mickey and Friends. That's not Mickey and no, Friends. No, 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 no. Oh, man. I'm not, I'm clearly it's, not It's a where, like, lander. you would return a rental car. Where yes, we return Alamo. The... It's where Alamo is. Yeah. And, All right. So, yeah. so we, we've <laughs> talked enough about the location. Tell us about the planned amenities. Are there... Um, it, there's not many details. It, it looks like it's going to be, like, almost a stilt, stilt hotel. So okay. where the, the, the bottom is open. Sure. And there's oh. going to be shops and restaurants there. So you might have some of these places that are getting displaced. Okay. Go in there. 
Um, it looks like from the, again, from the concept art, there's like four separate buildings. There's no indication on whether there's going to be DVC rooms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Disney typically doesn't announce that um, ahead of time when they announce these new hotels from what I've been reading. So Do they have an ETA or is it too early? 2021. Okay, so that's, that's the big number for everything. Yeah. Really. Uh, the, it's planning for this summer to start construction and groundbreaking. Wow. Cool. Um, yeah, 2021. And then they're doing a new parking garage that will begin in February with an opening date in 28, uh, 2019. Cool. Huh. Yep. Wow. So it'll be cool to see. Um, From one East Coast biaser, they need value in moderate Disney oh resorts. Oh my gosh, amen. That's what, that's what good neighbor hotels are for. I, well, that's, I, that's not what I want. I want a Disney hotel. Well, the, the oh, big, they the, don't have the size. <laughs> the reason they're building this is that the city of Anaheim announced tax incentives mm. for four diamond triple a four diamond hotels which this will be so there's some like enormous tax incentive for them to do a deluxe they'll fill them up i mean there's no yeah. doubt oh for sure yeah so that that's the big reason behind this hmm. so um, well, they need more i mean they need more disney disney hotel rooms out there and it would be awesome if they added DVC just because to only have the one section of the Grand Californian is so limited, limiting. Like, you would never, like, think about how many DVC rooms are in Florida. Right. I mean, oh, there's man. nowhere even close. I doubt even, like, one resort full. It, I mean, probably it's comparable to the rooms at the boardwalk, I would say. Like, that space, like, that, that, that's how many rooms the Grand Californian would have. And, it's not enough. It's not enough because I'm DVC and I'd like to use my points out there. And you yeah, can never, ever, ever get anything out there unless you own, you own there or have it planned exactly seven <laughs> months in advance. Right, yep. So what we got next? Right? All right. So on the heels of that, uh, Disneyland also announced that all of the run Disney events starting in 2018 have been canceled mm -hmm. until further notice. So they're blaming the construction that's going on there. Um, we ran the... Disneyland half last year. Dumbo double there. Yes. And so the staging area they use is where this hotel's going. Right. So I understand that. And they're also saying with the um, the new construction with uh, Galaxy, Star Wars yeah. Galaxy Edge. So this will mean no Coast to Coast challenges. Uh, the Kessel Run, which is... The light side and dark side Star Wars runs. You can't get Such the Kessel cool Run. Idea. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, this has been bantered about heavily for months now because the Star Wars half out there would have been in Jan. It's the weekend after the marathon. The marathon and at World, um, they had briefly opened registration and then quickly pulled it back huh. and never opened it again. Yeah. So they knew all the way back in. I want to say March-ish that they were doing this, and they finally didn't announce it till last week. Wow. Okay. So what's yeah. going to be the is? So the last event will be yeah. November 9th through the twelfth, which is the Superheroes Half Marathon. And I'm assuming that's full by now. Yeah. And especially in light of this, um, mm. if there were any spots by the time you oh, listen yeah. to this, they're gone. Yeah. Well, the Disney World ones are probably going to fill up pretty well too. I would I would think, but now is there an incentive like? I, you'll get the people that always go to Disney World for these runs, but if say you're a West Coast person thinking you'll get the Coast to Coast medal, 
I don't think you're going to get yeah, those people you, going to the world. something that means a lot to you. But again, right. these aren't going away forever. There's no way that this is going to... I mean, I, I can't say there's no way, but uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. It makes sense. They don't have the room that you know, the logistics to plan a event of this scale around all the construction that's going on is probably a nightmare and they, they gotta do something. So once everything is settled, Star Wars opens, this new hotel opens, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that they'll start opening these up. Yeah, there's also speculation that this is again, this is just rumored innuendo, but the relationship between the Anaheim political environment mm-hmm. and oh, community yeah. and disney is seems rough as, it's seems probably cool. worse it's been i mean the la times did an article i want to say about a month ago about the relationship and how it's gone downhill just around um taxes and things like that incentives that disney has always had um so there was a lot of speculation that they didn't want to provide the police and blocking off roads because once you leave the park area, you're on the streets so of Anaheim. Much, yeah. Yeah, so much, yes. So much on the road. Uh, versus, it's a very versus. gritty road. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's interesting, the neighborhoods you go through. Um, so there's a, there's some speculation, too, that they weren't getting the cooperation from, from the city. Yeah. And that relationship, I mean, at least the past 25, 30 years, has always been fairly strained. There's always been a lot of push and pull between the public in anaheim the city of anaheim itself and disneyland so that's i got got into that um hole the other day when i was looking at the westcott stuff and the Mm -hmm. history behind why that didn't happen Mm -hmm. and that was early 90s so you know it's interesting that historical part of it is is very interesting Mm -hmm. yep but it's crazy because in the 50s it was the opposite. They needed Disneyland. Well, I mean, they Anaheim need- wouldn't be what it is today yes. if it wasn't for Disneyland. Right. Yeah, there's an element of like, like if you live in State College in Pennsylvania, you're there probably because there is a giant university there. If you're in Anaheim, you're largely, I mean, I know there's other businesses there, but that city is what it is in large part because of the contributions of Disneyland. Correct. Yes. My it, it's a it's a it's yeah, a it's a delicate balance. I, I I see both sides of it. Oh yeah, you know? and I feel like they need to work. To, I mean, right? They have to work together. Yep. But it, there's limited space too, which I'm sure adds another layer to everything. Yeah, and we'll do another story from Disneyland. Okay. Um, we do have one from World. So <laughs> um, this one is we got some details around Pixar Fest when it'll start and some of the details. So at D23 Expo this year. They announced the start of Pixar Fest. So the first detail we have is that Disneyland Park, beginning April 13, 2018, will have Together Forever, a Pixar Nighttime Spectacular. So this is going to be music and fireworks, all inspired by Pixar characters. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Seems I, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing um, projections on Rivers of America it's a small world and the buildings of Main Street USA. So, th- and they're saying, it doesn't say how long this is going to go. It just says, um, what are they terming it? Limited time celebration. What did so, you say? That starts? could be a year. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, sure. Uh, it starts April 13, 2018. Okay. Cool. And That's then, looking forward to it. Yeah, we also have um, Paint the Night Parade is returning to Disney Yay! California Adventure on the same day. The same day, yes. the thirteenth. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love Pink the Night. <laughs> it's great. It is the best. The best. 
Do you think Disney World will ever get a, a nighttime like It's crazy. Parade? They only they have one parade right now. If we're not counting Phasma. Mm. Mm. They have the Festival of Fantasy. That's it, right? Correct. Yeah. Is that the one yeah. with the steampunk dragon? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Like a nighttime parade. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why. I mean, it's just really odd that they took away and didn't put anything yeah, in its place. Place. back. Kind yeah, of bugs me a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. But all this, right, this would make me want to go out there for to yeah. see these things. <laughs> That and uh, not everything that I need else, my arm. I know, yeah, really. I mean, twisted, I'm always thinking, like, how can I get to <laughs> twist my arm? Yeah. I was gonna say, Ray, Alex, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming out. Yep. All right. So, in our last stories, we'll give Walt Disney World a bone here. Uh, the spec Spectaculab is going to be opening in Epcot's Innoventions later this fall. <laughs> so, in Innoventions East, it's going to be presented by Murata, M-U-R-A-T-A. Never heard of the company. They, a tech company? Yeah, it's a, it's a worldwide leader in design, manufacturing, and sale of ceramic-based passive electric components and solutions. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I'm sure I'm like, really we have a, I'm sure we have a hundred things in our homes that have these components. I'm just, I, I was really happy when you said passive-based because, I mean, there's a lot of components I have way too active, so this is a welcome addition. Yeah, so this is going to be a stage show. Um... It's going to combine scientists and an intern for an engaging um, experiments. So they're going to have. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have. Wait, hold on. Tell me you're reading from the Disney press release. Yes. And it of says. Of course. This is what you've been waiting for. <laughs> yep. Have you wanted some more. Have you wanted more interns in your attraction? The, uh, the audience participation in the demonstrations with the hand on scientists include ultrasonic sensor drums simply by waving your hand uh changing of colors of barometric pressure it, when it's your just, career just, is a scientist yeah, it's just, rock bottom I, it, it doesn't give an indication this is of, literally the plot from the family matters <laughs> episode when they go to disney world and steve urkel turns into stefan this is literally that it happens in interventions there's a lot of science there's some interns i think they're just gonna have a family maybe matters, that's the, uh, maybe that's <laughs> the inspiration yes yeah, standing attraction <laughs> yes the scientist's Stephon. name is dr urkel <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's it. They're saying November. Um, there's no. <laughs> Doesn't but Rob, <laughs> what if I can't wait that long? <laughs> um, I don't only know. two more days, Sunny. Only two more yeah. days. I'll give it a try. I'm gonna have an open mind. Yeah, I mean, I'll go there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's it. All right, so that's it for the news. So we are You've left the best for last. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know, really. Um, so we're going to be playing a game rob do you want to describe it sure once i could find my uh it's going to be called always sometimes never while rob roots through his notes i I should say i just before we move on from that last thing it's going to be really funny when that spectacular thing is like awesome and we're like (laughs) it's the best we were wrong seriously so the idea of this is i categorized um attractions restaurants different things in the disney universe so this is this spans both coasts oh yes 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 we didn't know that so the idea is you could always do like i'll say an attraction Mm -hmm. sometimes do an attraction 
or never do the attraction again. So, we'll start off with an easy one. It's too much pressure. <laughs> All right? I want to go. It's been I, like a US, I want to start off this round, Robin. I want. I want the first one okay. on my toes. I'm ready. So this to go. is this is famous <laughs> Disney stacks. Churro? Famous Disney what? Snacks. snacks. I know it didn't come out correctly. Snacks. Mm -hmm. Snacks. Um, yeah. Okay. So churro. Uh huh. Dole Whip or ice cream from the Plaza Parlor on Main Street at Disney World at the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> okay. All right. This is actually an easy one for yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, I wanted just so you could okay. get, get the grass. I think I would have had a harder time if you would have replaced one of them with ice or with um, popcorn. Mm. Okay. But. Um, I would always do ice cream. Okay. I think that's a really good end to your night. And I think that's like a very like Disney, like Main Street ice cream. And then I think I would sometimes do a Dole Whip. And then I think I would never do a churro because churros hurt my throat. Like, <laughs> like I always get a sore, I get sore throat churro. It's churro sore throat. It's a medical term. <laughs> Actually, that is a real thing. I know. Yeah, it is. And like, same with like, ice makes you cough sometimes. Yep. Like when you have like a snow or something. I'm I'm referring to a local business that no one else would know. Aloha it's, Snow. It's yeah. a shaved ice place, and shaved ice is garbage. If any listeners, whoa, 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 whoa. let's ice. just throw, we're just <laughs> throwing around insults like they're. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any listeners who are pro shaved ice. No, I mean I'm just kidding. Pro shaved right. ice listeners, you can respond to me. <laughs> All right, um, I'm uh, I'm very different on this. Um, always churro. Sometimes ice cream because I'm lactose intolerant, so you know, <laughs> it's definitely not an always. Thanks for the info. Yeah, yeah. Right, you're welcome. Uh, we, and all, we all reap the benefits of knowing when Matt has ice cream. Okay, I take lactate every time I'm having dairy products. I'm not a monster. And then, um, and then never Dole Whip. I'm sorry, Holly. I mean, like, I don't That's like. Not for hate, everyone. I don't hate Dole Whips. It's just like. It's not like my go-to. You don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> I feel like I do. I feel like you, you don't. do. <laughs> All right, Scotra. I'm gonna say, always Dole whips. Sometimes ice cream because it's so rarely that you can get in there without having to wait an hour and a half. <laughs> I mean that's an exaggeration, but and then never churros for the same churro sore throat, sore throat reason. I always associate it with that. That's fine. I think I'm. I think I'm going ice cream one. Okay. Or always. always. Yeah. Sorry. You were the person Why? who made I know, these. I'm sorry. I'm so, come on, Plutarch, heavens <laughs> be. Sorry. So I ice do cream. not <laughs> recognize that reference. Um, Dole Whip would be sometimes. Hunger Games. And Churro would be never. Game Maker. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Huh? All right. My number one, obviously, would be always a Dole Whip, especially with the pineapple upside down Dole Whip. Oh yeah. Can uh, we add? No, whoa, whoa, whoa! We're changing no, the game. No, I mean in. ice cream well, could be anything. Yeah, ice cream could be banana. Yeah, I didn't want to say no. like I love the waffle. There's Sunday different. You can get a straight up Dole Whip in a cup, or you can get a Dole Whip float, or now you can get a Dole Whip with pineapple upside down cake. Dole Whip's Dole Whip. That is Dole Whip's a Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Um, sometimes ice cream. And never, never, ever a churro. I'm surprised you wouldn't. Here's, here's a fun thing. I didn't. I wasn't that adamant about the Dole Whip. Damn it. 
I suppose, Holly, you wouldn't do like the lightsaber churro. I feel like you would be into that. Or the gold dusted pirates churro. I feel like they are doing fun things with churros, but it's still not enough for me to want to give myself a sore throat for a whole day. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Oh, you guys hear that, listeners? That's called backtracking. No. <laughs> I'm just throwing some other options yeah, out. There's yeah. some variables. Are we keeping score in any way? Rob, are you no. giving? Okay. okay. That's right. okay. That, not we can always do winning. it afterwards. Yeah. All right. We'll go to another. So th- 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 oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just what see was who the winner? The yeah. Most. Okay. That's about. Just write our names by it. It's too hard, though. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm too not going to hard about that. You should just be doing tally marks. Yeah. Yeah. Just two for churro always. Uh, no. <laughs> Whatever. 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 It does, we can do this. Attack. We can do this after okay. we. Rob, let it. me teach you how to play your own game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna be a record keeper here. All right, so we're gonna go to nighttime shows next. Oh. This. Mm-hmm. Look, so Matt, you can start. Oh, so the three choices you. are Illuminations, Phantasmic from Disneyland, oh, come and on. and since we know that Paint the Night's coming back April 13, 2018, Paint the Night. Oh my God. <laughs> Right? See, that, it, it, some of these are really tough. Uh, yeah, this this is tough for the latter, too, um, because the new Fantastic... So the new Fantastic... The Fantastic in its current iteration at Disneyland is amazing. Paint the Night is great. And I Illuminations is... Uh, it's one of my favorites at, at Disney World. I have a very nostalgic uh, feeling towards it. I think I got to go always... God, this is hard. <laughs> um, oh God, he's literally <laughs> answering based on our marriage. Pretend we weren't married. I don't want. No, no, no. I don't no, want no, you. No. I feel like you're no, answering no, 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 to please no, me. No, no. <laughs> um, always. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Always phantasmic. Sometimes paint the night and never illuminate. He nevered his favorite nighttime spectacular, folks. That wow. is his. It, it, it really, it really, I did it, not see that it coming. really shed a light, uh, you know, it, it really put my own taste under a microscope here <laughs> that it's not as good as the other two. Sorry. Illuminations, reflections of earth. Scott, what do you have to say? Well, we are not one on this. <laughs> okay. I agree. Or I would have always illuminations. Okay. Sometimes paint the night and never... Um, Fantastic. He he, he doesn't like it so much he didn't even remember remember the name. Wow. I'm going to say paint the night always. Fantasmic sometimes. Illuminations never. I'm going to do paint the night always. Fantasmic sometimes, right? Yep. Yep. And never illuminations. Same as me. And I'm Team Waz here. (laughs) I'm going to go the exact same. Always paint the night. Sometime Fantasmic and Never Illuminations. I have to say, Fantasmic is just one of those things because it's like you have to plot a spot, I think. Like, yeah. it, for me, it's way less stressful to watch Paint the Night because it's like, oh, just, just find a spot. Just watch See, it. Get me there five minutes before. And I feel like Illuminations and Fantasmic are more like, all right, you got to get there. You got to get a good yeah. spot. You're not going to be able to see unless you get there a half hour early. Yeah, see, for me, I wasn't really thinking of the logistics. I was just thinking which ones I liked the most. So that that was how I kind of did it. But yeah, I mean, logistically, it's a lot easier, to, less stressed to see Paint the Night than the other two. And, and, so, and just the mindset I had with some of these things, like I have a hotel category. I think between the five of us, we pretty much have like a favorite so i didn't include it 
Yeah. Sure. So I made it a, a little bit so we would have some more, more of an even playing ground. Yeah, so like I included Illuminations thinking that was Matt's favorite nighttime show. Yeah. <laughs> now he's never going just, to see it again. He proved you wrong. So, all right. Next category is stage shows. So I have Frozen Sing Along Celebration at Disney's Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. Finding Nemo the Musical at Animal Kingdom, and The Carousel of Progress. Oh. oh. At Magic Kingdom. Oof. All right, Scott, you're starting this one, That's right? That's a tough one, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say always Carousel Progress. Sometimes Finding Nemo the Musical, never Frozen Sing Along. Oof. Okay. Not because it's bad, but right. we skipped it before, and I don't feel it's like just I would where it, it, This progress. gives you an insight into, like, I guess, your priorities. Right. And, uh, this one's t- this one is tough for me. Um, I think always is Finding Nemo. I love that show. Really? Car- yeah, Carousel Progress would be sometimes, and Frozen Sing Along never. But I do enjoy it. like that that's good, again yeah. that's I really like it. So for me, it's going to be always Carousel of Progress. Um. Sometimes, what were the options? Frozen or Nemo. Frozen and never Nemo. Mm. I am on the same page as Holly. I say always Carousel Progress. I always do it. I always do it. So this is actually true to form. Um, Sometimes Frozen Sing Along because I think it's really funny. Um, And never Nemo. I just... Again, it's a really long show, and you do have to get there with plenty of time, which, you know, like, we usually don't plan out our days to go see Nemo, and it's a great, great show. You definitely should see it, but... It's beautifully well done, but I kind of like to go see it just to, like, to cool down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's great, but you do have to plan a little bit to get there. So, Matt, what are you going to do? Always Carousel of Progress. Uh, it's a classic, and it's something that we pretty much do every time that we go to the Magic Kingdom. Um, this one's the Sometimes and Never is Hard, because I think I like the Nemo show better than the Frozen Sing-Along show, because I like the Broadway aspect to it and the music. Yeah, it's a lot. It's more impressive. And they, and the, they're, they have some real earworms in there. I mean, obviously, the, the Frozen song, but... Finding Nemo, the musical, are um, are uh, original music. Isn't it by the same people? Yeah, mm-hmm. the Anderson Lopez's. Yeah, so before they did Frozen, they wrote the music for Finding Nemo, the musical. So very similar. Um, uh, I gotta go. Sometimes, sometimes Nemo, never Frozen sing along. Mm-hmm. I just, I really like Nemo. That's my dad. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> Travel far. All right. Yeah, is that everybody? Yeah, that's it. Okay. So this is what I'm terming just unique Disney attractions, and I couldn't fit them into really a, a category. A potpourri. Yeah, so, yes, this is potpourri number one. I have two okay. of these. So we have Soren, Kilimanjaro Safari, and Indiana Jones Adventure. Oh. oh dang! So the Disneyland one? Yeah, not not, <laughs> not the stunt stun spectacular. Stun spectacular. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping you meant because it was gonna get real easy, real yes. always. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say 
I'm going to go in the order I listed them. Always Soren, sometimes Safari, never Indiana Jones. Adventure. You are insane. <laughs> You're an insane person. Oh, my. Huh? Mm, okay. Always the Safari. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Soren. Guys. Not only because... I, you have to sit in a certain spot where you don't have to see the Eiffel Tower like leaning. I just that really bugs me. And then I guess wait. Never the, Indy. Never Indy. Yeah, that's your three choices. I'm going to. I am going to invert Rob's choices, and I'm going to do always Indy. Wait, Indy is the one at in where, Disneyland. What did you think we were yeah, talking about? The stunt I'm sorry. Yeah, I was thinking the stunt we, spectacular. We just had oh, the conversation. Yeah, sorry. Always yeah. indie, sometimes safari, never soaring. Oh my. We gotta. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's why I was so confused. I know, me too. Sorry. Okay, so. Alright. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. All right. So, um, we I I'm like I said, going to invert Rob's choices here and say always indie for me. Um, I love that ride. Sometimes Safari and never Soren. So same as same as Holly. Yep. And I'm going to make it real easy. I'm going to be exactly the same as Catherine Holly. Always indie. That is one of my absolute favorite rides across yes. all parks. Um, sometimes safari, especially when we're talking nighttime safari. And I mean, as much as I like Soren, it's, uh, I don't think that it's as good of an experience as the other two. And I, I think there has to be something said that, um, Indy and safari are unique to their locations that mm -hmm. Soren, you could be a West coaster and do it. It makes it a little less special that there's two in our country Right. that like, you know, Okay. Like I, I think so highly of indie probably because I live in Pennsylvania and I only get to do it like a few times a year. And it speaks volumes trip. that indie yeah. is the oldest of those attractions of those two attract those three attractions by a pretty, uh, pretty good amount. Mm -hmm. Scott has to go. Ahead. I have to agree with that order, and I'll just add that which order? Oh, the, the, um, three, the yeah. indie always safari sometimes soaring never. Yeah, and I think that I would wow. add that that all really got changed when Flight of Passage opened and Soren became a defunct attraction to me. So let me let me play a hypothetical here. Before, and I don't know if it's as easy to go back in time <laughs> before, but before you rode Flight of Passage, do you think that... Soren would have been sometimes. Oh, so you would have flipped Soren and, and Safari? Yeah. Okay. That's surprising, because I always associate Rob and Scott as, like, our huge Soren, like... Like, yeah. I know, like, you guys really like that. So, like, we usually ride it when it's the five of us. Like, because, like, I know you guys really, really like it. I just it. think it's lost a lot of its, you I know, still enjoy a lot it. of the shimmer. Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, I'm not going to turn down a fast pass for it, but. So everyone with the exact same rankings except for Rob. You guys are all jerks. Odd man out. <laughs> hey, man. All right. We're going to go with classic attractions <clears throat> next. Yay. Peter Pan. You could take this one. You could take World or Land. Okay. Um, Pirates from Disneyland. Oh boy. Or Small World from Disneyland. Okay. Oh. Okay. So Peter Pan, Pirates, Small World. 
Pirates from Disneyland. One. Always? It, we're, that, we're not only Correct. one. Correct, yes, okay. yes. It's just um, so much better. But. Always Pirates. Sometimes Peter Pan. And Never Small World. Okay. Um... I'm going to have to do... Oh, God. This is so, so hard. Peter Pan and Disneyland Pirates are on, like, literally, I think, the exact same level for me. Truly. But when I walk into Disneyland, the first thing I want to do is Peter Pan. That's where I run at Rope Drop. I don't run to Pirates. So even though I think Pirates might be the better attraction, I always do Peter Pan when I go to Disneyland and it's the first thing I want to do. So always Peter Pan, sometimes pirates and never small world. And I think we should say small world Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's better in Disneyland. Yeah. What, so uh, we haven't done, I, I don't, I don't think we haven't done the Disneyland version of Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So which one's better? It's a, I it's like just the different. It's, I think that well, it's not as clear cut. Uh, there's, there's some slight nuances and scenes that are a little bit different. Uh, there, there are, di- there are differences that make the one I think extremely better in one scene, and then the other one lacking. Like, okay. like the nursery scene in Disneyland is way better. Okay. Yeah, it's just but the then way that you the flying go off over to England is not as good in Disneyland. Yeah, in Disneyland. Okay. So I like there are. Yeah, there are slight differences. Yeah. It's and, hard for me to remember them right now. Yeah, and, and I don't think that it's at, like, I think that most people who've ridden Pirates of the Caribbean at both locations can, I, I think 90% of the people are going to say the Disneyland version is better, but I don't think it's as clear-cut with Peter Pan. Um, so, wait, so whose turn is it? Captain? You. I, I just went. Oh, you just went. That's right. Um, I'm going to do Always Pirates... Sometimes Pan and Never Small World, which makes me upset because I mean they're all classic attractions, but um, I I really like Small World at Disneyland, but uh, I dislike the other two better. What did you have first? Pirates, then Pita, then Small World. I'm gonna say always Pirates, sometimes Small World, never Pan for me. Well, mm. I know. I, I, I'm siding with you. Same thing as Scott. Weirdo. Why why Small World? Um, I I really like the the experience of the Disneyland version of how you start off outside, you go inside the board like I just think that structure's really cool. Um I think there's I, so much to look at. Yeah. See I I, I mean I I like the Disneyland version because i like how you go outside and i like the topiaries i think it's much more magical on the outside but then the inside i do have issue with because i think it's um in disney world everything is water in disneyland the statuettes are all on dry land like those are scenes that they that like like, I like in Disney World how you can see, like, the monkey's tail dipping in the water and <laughs> okay. stuff. And that in Disneyland, yeah. you're you're on, like, a track of water, and then there's Every, no water right, next to you saying. on either side. So I do kind of like the inside of Disney World's better, but... Hmm. Okay. 
And then Disneyland has the cool layovers for that too. So yep. I, yeah. I, I like yeah. the Christmas and and I guess it's just Christmas. <laughs> Halloween, scary small world. <laughs> All right, next one. Hotels. Uh-huh. Polynesian Village Resort. Ooh. Animal Kingdom Lodge. Disneyland Hotel. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. I'm so happy. No, I'm, like, ready to cry. Um, Is it me? Yes. Oh, my God. So, Polynesian... Is Animal this the Kingdom hardest Lodge. one? Yeah, this is the hardest Disney's, one I've had to Disneyland do. Disneyland Hotel. Oh my god. See, this is where like I didn't include the boardwalk because yeah. I think that would yeah. probably be all of our always. But I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, I, right. I, I know it's, it's tough, tough, but all right. So I'm gonna start with my never first, and my never is Animal Kingdom. Okay. I don't. I don't need that. Don't need the Animal Kingdom Lodge. <laughs> um, the Polynesian versus the Disneyland Hotel. Holy. Mother. I think I have to say always the Disneyland Hotel. I have never felt more palpable magic being outside a Disney park. Maybe except for being on the grounds of the Disney Studios. That is like, it's themed after the 50s and Walt Disney, which like it can't get much better. Like that is certainly directly my favorite like i loved that hotel <laughs> that i loved it like love love loved it and i love the polynesian my, the polynesian is my favorite disney world hotel i think it's got the best rooms it's got the best food it's got the best bar it's got the best smell it's got the best entertainment but i think you can probably say the same thing about the disneyland hotel and they both are homes of trader sam's <laughs> so that like evens the playing yeah. field a little bit yeah but I'm going to have to say sometimes Polynesian, always Disneyland Hotel. I think that my ranking is exactly the same. And um, yeah, Disneyland Hotel, always Polynesian sometimes and Animal Kingdom Lodge, never. Um, it, this is hard because I feel like if we were ranking these out of 10, I would put these all over nine. Like, so these are all like yeah. very close for me. And I guess that's why it's hard to make the decision. <laughs> Animal Kingdom Lodge, I've, we, I've stayed there once in the Savannah View, and it's amazing to see giraffes out, you know, your back window in your hotel. But it doesn't have the same feel, like Catherine said. It, I, I just, it feels so magical in both the Disneyland Hotel and the Polynesian Hotel. The amenities are amazing. The food and drink offerings are great. Um, the theming, and Animal Kingdom is clearly third, and I had to go with Disneyland Hotel. So always Disneyland Hotel, sometimes Polynesian. Never Animal Kingdom Lodge, although I do still love it. <laughs> I'll put an asterisk on mine and say uh, my view is a little bit skewed because I haven't actually stayed overnight in any of these. Um, I would put the Polynesian first. I love the atmosphere. Um, I'm going to put Animal Kingdom second. And I'm going to put Disneyland third. Having never been in any of the rooms, I, you know, I really can't speak to that, but... It doesn't seem to, and I get the the nineteen fifties theming, but it doesn't do it for me for theming the same that the others do. See, I think Disneyland Hotel has like hits every single mark because like there's a Polynesian themed area of the Disneyland Hotel, so you get like the little Polynesia, you get like the little like Adventureland and Jungle Cruise mm-hmm. area, you get like the classic like fantasy land with teacups, you know, teacup seats. Up. I think that's why like Dis- the Disneyland Hotel like has hit every point of theming for me but so i'm going to do disneyland hotel always 
the Polynesian sometimes, and Animal Kingdom Lodge never. I'll just add a caveat to this. If this was like food though, like the best oh, restaurants, yeah. uh, oh, I would change this opposite. and do Animal Kingdom. You said the Polynesian. I actually prefer the options at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Well, really? that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I would I would change if we said hotel food <laughs> and you put those three together, my answer would be very different. Yeah. Yeah. Just All a spin right. I'm looking at it through location. I've I've stayed two out of three. I have not stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. So I would probably do one, always Polynesian. um, Because it's right there, monorail. Yeah. um, Close to MK. Hop it on. TTC, Epcot. Sometimes Disneyland Hotel, walking distance to the parks. Um, and then never Animal Kingdom Lodge because that's kind of out there. I, I agree a hundred percent because if you so, look at those two other parts, so the Polynesian is a stone's very easy access to two mm-hmm. parks, as is the Disneyland Hotel. Very easy access. So. Stone's throw. That's fine. You abandoned yeah. that idea. <laughs> a stone's yeah. throw. That's yeah, fair. I just feel Animal Kingdom Lodge. Like, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful. The atmosphere is great. It's just. It's out there. Yes, it is. Uh, there. Yeah, so. mm, yeah, yeah. Sanaa. I think yeah. that's bread right. right now. <laughs> so Matt kicks this one off. So I'm gonna go restaurants. Okay. Homecoming. Oh boy. Morimoto Asia. Oh boy. La Cellier. Oh, jeez, Rob. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh no. I do not like this at all. Uh, holy crap, Rob. Okay. Those are three of my absolute favorites with Homecoming. Um, you know, the past two times we've been there, really just edging up, like just inching its way up in my favorites. Um, I, I think I have to go with Old Trusty as Le Cellier <laughs> as my always. I mean, I absolutely think it's... I've never had a bad experience at Le Cellier the service is always excellent i love the ambiance the steak and risotto is unbelievable the bread it just everything it it's 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 an, an a plus experience every time i've been there so always a cellier sometimes morimoto asia because um it the it's so the menu is so vast and i enjoy it so much um i haven't been there in a little while i i'm actually missing it at this point and i would like to go there soon just we've talked about morimoto asia at length and i love it so i gotta go sometimes and unfortunately as much as i love homecoming i I gotta go never i just i'm not huge on like the moonshine and as much as i you know like the comfort food the one time that I got the fried chicken meal, like I felt so uncomfortably full that I wanted to die. <laughs> and like, I just think the portion sizes are insanely crazy. And as much as I love the chicken thigh high biscuits, it's just like, it's a little much. Like it's fried food. It's not great for you. The other two options are f- far better for like, if I'm going to eat somewhere and then I'm going to be actually doing activities and not falling into a coma, <laughs> the other two choices are much better for that. So I got to go always La Cellier, sometimes Morimoto. Morimoto Asia, and never Homecoming. All right. Scott? This is easy for me. Uh, always La Cellier, sometimes Morimoto, and never Homecoming. I agree with Matt. 
Rob. Okay, so here's where it changes. Yes, <laughs> Morimoto Asia is always. But everyone knows that. Um, <clears throat> homecoming is sometimes, and Le Cellier is never. Blasphemer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I know. I again, with all of these things, it's not to say Le Cellier is not incredible. It's just gotta choose I, one. Yeah. So that's my the actual uh, the what Rob's uh, not saying is that the stakes on this game is we're actually um, at the end we have <laughs> blowing to, up the no one. we have to <laughs> we have to sign a contract saying that we'll never go to this. That's <laughs> sorry right. you can never go to the Cellier now Rob <laughs> high stakes game or no stakes oh, oh no. <laughs> Bob Bravo Bravo like Scott, Scott. <laughs> all right we'll see you all later <laughs> it's going out on top Holly what do you got. You guys done? No, I'm done. I'm <laughs> good. Right, no, I'm good now. Um, I'm going to go always uh, homecoming. Um, Ooh, I just first always homecoming. What? I'm, I like the southern southern foods. No one like chicken bread. I like moonshine. I mean, from the south. So definitely homecoming. Um, I'm going to do sometimes Morimoto Asia. Um, love the sake sangria. And honestly, never Le Cellier. Mm. I mean, Le Cellier is good and everything, but I mean, it's very high priced. Huh. That's true. So, once again, no stakes. All right. <laughs> Seems okay Ali is in rare form. <laughs> oh gosh. That was a well done <laughs> joke. Hi. Wow. <laughs> I want pretzel bread. <laughs> so I'm to throw that in there. Okay, so mine's different. Um, <laughs> I am going to do always Le Cellier. I love it. It's probably my favorite restaurant. Um, everything from beginning to end. The drinks, the apps, the sides, the bread, the steak, the risotto, the dessert. So good. Um, very well-rounded. And then I'm going to have to do sometimes homecoming. I love homecoming. It's become a favorite of mine. I think the value for what you yes. get, I know that Matt yeah. used that as a negative, but really people, if you're walking around Disney Springs and you want something to eat and you're thinking like going to like, I don't know, even like Earl of Sandwich, I mean, if you were able to get into Homecoming, you would be paying a, a similar price point that you would at a counter service. It's If you just get started. If you just get started. Which are huge. The portions on the starters are as big as some entrees. And uh, other places. Yeah. So I, I have to go with Homecoming. And I've had amazing service every single time I've been there. Um, it's one of my new favorites. Uh, and sadly, I would have to say Never Morimoto, uh, oh, which, again, it's one of probably my top. These are probably my top three Disney World yep. restaurants. So it's really hard for me to say that out loud. But um, Morimoto would be third in that because I have had a bad experience there, um, like an awful experience, and that really tainted my vision. And I'm a little bit of a pickier eater, so I just don't find as many things at Morimoto that I like absolutely love, but the things that I've had there have been really good. So I'd say never that. But. All right, Matt kicked that one off. I so, did. All right, so next category. Thrill rides, mm. rock and roller coaster, California screaming, test track. Hmm. 
It's, it's weird that you that it, do we all kind of agree that test track is a thrill ride? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I would not consider test track a thrill ride. Like in the in the grand. I sp- bet you I know why he did that. Because he knows I don't ride like something. So no, he no, tried not to pick really. But I mean, that it goes, it's ride. the fastest ride in any of the parks. Yeah, but I mean, I've I just never put it in that category. I'm again. I mean, this is your game. I'm just playing it. <laughs> okay. It's hard for me not to say always test track because I always do test track, <laughs> but I'm gonna say always rock and roller coaster. Sometimes test track. And never California screaming. Mm. I've only ridden it once, and I, if I never ride it again, I don't really care. Well, um, uh, California <laughs> screaming is definitely an always. I love this attraction. Uh, while the theming's not the greatest per se, um, I love how long it is. Like I feel like you're on there for three, four minutes. It might not be that long, but it is I, not. For sure, not. But I feel like I mean, in comparison to Rock and Roller Coaster, I feel oh, like it's certainly it, longer than Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, uh, but Rock and Roller Coaster would be my sometimes, and Test Track would be my never. Yeah, I mean, I feel like once I've done Test Track, I could do that like once a year, and I'd be fine with it. Yeah. So, mine would be always California, California Screaming. Yeah. Um. Sometimes rock and roller coaster, and my never is test track. Honestly, like you said, Rob, I could do it one time and I'm fine. If I don't go on test track, it's not the end of the world. Um, I don't know. Ever since I went on Radiator Springs, yeah, I kind of feel test track is just I don't know. I guess I could have not that as in there. exciting. Yeah. Yeah, say test track is more of a. If it's a thrill ride, then Radio Springs for sure. Yeah, so those are my picks. All right, mine is true to life because they actually are the ones I do always, sometimes, and never. Always Test Track. I, I love Test Track. I, I really like that ride. Um, I sometimes do Rock and Roller Coaster, truly. Sometimes, probably one every three times I do Rock and Roller Coaster when we're there. And never California Screaming. Let me interject here that the difference in ride duration, uh, uh, California Screaming is two minutes of ride time, Rock and Roller Coaster is a minute and 22 seconds. Yeah, so pretty significant. 40 it's, seconds. Yeah, I mean, it, I f- but it's I not as much like, as I feel like think. California Adventure, uh, California <laughs> Screaming is so much you, longer. Yeah, I would yeah. have gotten that pressure as well. Um, I would, in the, I'm last here, in the words of the great uh, Disney performer Powerline, the Wozniaks and I are seeing things eye to eye. And yeah, I gotta buddy. go with always California Screaming, <laughs> sometimes Rock and Roller Coaster, and never test track for reasons already mentioned. Um, that was our first unanimous sometimes. We all sometimes rock and, pick rock a Rock and, and Roller Coaster. Cool. So that was our first unanimous choice. All right, so this is me starting off. So I'm going to go to bars. Mm. And the one is not necessarily a unique bar. When, when Rob said bars, Catherine went, mm. like, so. <laughs> so we got Cove Bar at California Adventure. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Trader Sam's. Which one? one? Take your pick. Okay. I think that there's an important distinction between the two, but pick your better one. Then maybe you'll pick the better one. All right. Make it a tougher competition. And Club 33 Lounge. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we've, all, we've all been in the Club 33, <sighs> the bar portion of Club 33. So, oh boy. I, oh <laughs> Rob's having I serious regrets about crafting this question. Yes. I'm going to say, oh my gosh. I got mine locked Um, I'm going to go Cove Bar, always. I could sit on the deck. As long as you're not blasting in the sun, I could sit there for <laughs> hours, park open to close. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> Club 33, um, as the sometimes, just the uniqueness, the exclusivity of it. And tra <laughs> this is a Trader Sam's never. Never. <laughs> never going back to Trader Sam's. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> and now sign it here in your blood. <laughs> But both will be blown up after this. <laughs> so that's mine. Holly, oh God. you seem pretty confident about I know, two now minutes ago. Like, I know, Wait, I was You said, I've got it locked down. <laughs> I know, I thought I had it on lockdown. All right, um, I'm going to look at it at the view of it being accessible. Okay. Oh, I, um, I know what that means. <laughs> I see the writing on the wall. I'm going to say always Cove Bar because I feel every time we go we're, to California, we always end up at the Cove Bar. Um, oh my gosh, this is hard. I'm going to go with sometimes Trader Sam's because sometimes... I mean, we typically will pop Disney World or Disneyland, and then never Club 33, the, the <laughs> lounge, because one, we're not members, and so uh -huh. it's beautiful. It's a great experience. I would love to have it as my always, <laughs> but yeah, I looked at it from that viewpoint. All right. Catherine. All right. Um, I've got to do always Cove Bar. I mean, that's my favorite favorite Disney bar? Yeah, that's Question. it. Um, yeah, I was just trying to think if anything even came close, and no, I, I don't think so. I love their drinks. I think they're very fun. Um, the atmosphere is awesome. The food is awesome. The wait staff is awesome. It's just such a great spot. Um, and then I'm going to have to do sometimes Club 33, just had. because... I mean, it's just so magical. I just remember the feeling I had the first time I was sitting in that lounge that I was just like, there were like tears in the corner of my eyes. It's <laughs> like the menu, the, the drink menus are in these really cool, unique books. You're not getting a standard Disney menu here. Um, it's beautiful. I mean, it is just gorgeous. The bar is beautiful. The, the tables, the chairs, the booths, the art, the stained glass the view everything about this place is just beautiful so i'd have to say sometimes club 33 and i'd say never trader sam's um and i really like trader sam's i wish there was more on the menu that i like really loved like and i'm not saying i need like an entree but there, I always have my go-to there which is really good but i'm not like crazy about all of the things on the menu so like with the Cove Bar, like I like everything I've ever gotten there. The 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 slide the slider trio, the 
quesadilla roll-ups, the lobster, lobster nachos, nachos. Sure. and every drink I've ever had there has been really The Trader Sam's in Disney World, I'm not thrilled with their food menu, but yeah, the one out in Disneyland... See, I, I can't even. I know Scott really. You really like those uh, green beans. Panko crusted green beans. Yes. So I. I don't know. I just. Yes. I. I'm. I gotta go with Rob's there. So what do you say, Maddie? Um, I am going always Cove Bar. Um, what everyone else said. It's my favorite bar at both coasts. Um, sometimes Trader Sam's, um, Grog Grotto, or Enchanted Tiki Bar. Which do you prefer? Um, I prefer the Gra Grotto. It just is a little bit bigger. And, uh... Wait. Or, I'm sorry. Enchanted. I'm sorry. Enchanted Tiki Bar is the one. The bigger one. Yeah. That's the one that I prefer. And that's Disneyland. Right? Yes. You think that's bigger? Mm-hmm. I would say Disney World. The inside bigger. of the Disneyland one is smaller. That's yeah. so that so that's why I said that's why I <laughs> okay, said so Gra Grotto first. Okay, so You guys made me change. You like, like you like the one in Disney World better? Because it's because it's larger. I like the seating better in Disney World, how you have, like, the couches, and, like, I I think that's more relaxing than just the tables, so. And now, obviously, never is the Club 33 Lounge, and it's just funny that this went from a place that was a a bucket list of mine, and now, all of a sudden, I'm, like, (laughs) poo-pooing it. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, It's amazing, and and I'm lucky to have ever even Mm -hmm. been invited um, to go there, but... Um, I'm not that fancy. I still sort of feel like a fraud when I'm in there. Like I, I'm like, like I'm. It's great. It, it and the exclusivity is really cool, and it is classic, and it's a Disney fan's dream. And the there's original artwork on the walls, and the menu's really cool. But it's just the other two are are far more my speed. I'm just I like the theming um, of all these, but I gotta go. Never Club Thirty Three Lounge. Sorry. You know, Don't stop inviting me, though, guys. So, I'm not <laughs> the only one that I felt bad saying ne- like never for Club no, 33. No, it, it's, it's not a reflection. Yeah, because it, it could be number three. It's I mean, it could suck be when number... you can never go again. Well, it's a real bummer. I looked but... at it as, you know, how accessible. <laughs> yeah, like if sure. you wanted to go there yeah. right no, now, could right. you possibly go? go. You may. Um, I'd like to add something to our talk about Trader Sam's. I know you're kind of debating which is better, and... I would make a serious ploy, and I'm most certainly in the minority here. I think the Enchanted Tiki Terrace at Disney World, I I hold that very high on my list. Mm-hmm. Like I the I would place area. the outdoor area. Doesn't that count as part of that, or does that? It's it's a separate. It's categorized differently. There's Wait, the Gra Grotto is... Tiki Terrace, and then what's the outdoor area at Disneyland? I don't know that that has a name. I think that's just part of Trader Sam's. But I also really like the Tiki Terrace. Yeah, I I really Wait, the Tiki Terrace. Tiki yeah, Terrace on. is is in the Polynesian. You walk outside I the, love that area the doors too. and you and there it's the outdoor seating like, area behind. Like I always feel like I'm kind of rushed when I'm inside in Disney World. I don't get that feeling in Disneyland. They're much more chill in general, but yeah. um, I feel like okay, all right, did you know, I've gotten my check there without asking for it. You know, they they want you in and out. There's a line out the door. People want to get in there, blah blah blah. Where in like you're outside, you have our, our boy playing the ukulele, especially at nighttime with the waterfalls and yeah. the lighting. And, and they the do music have that at so, Disneyland, too. But yeah, just, yeah. No, I'm just saying that, like, I feel like there's more of a distinction because that's a little further away from the main bar in mm-hmm. Disney World. But yeah. I really like that outdoor area. Let me build on that as I go into mine. I'm going to say, I'm, and I'm not just being contrary here, I'm going to say always 
uh, tiki room. Okay. Um, because tiki bar. tiki bar, because when you're on that like on that terrace, you're looking out over the Magic Kingdom. You see the contemporary to your right. You've got the Polynesian right here. I don't think I ever feel more in the bubble than I am when I'm at Trader Sam's. <laughs> That's a good point. And that for me is always what I like best. I'm a Disney World guy. I like that bubble feeling, and Trader Sam's really does it for me in that that fashion. Um, for my sometimes, I'm going to say Club 33. And my reasoning, I'm not usually the one who gets nostalgic about places, but that is the like nostalgia center of the universe for, for Disney World. I mean, it's a Walt Disney... Disneyland. Disneyland. I'm, I'm sorry, Disneyland. For I, I meant for Disney in general, but um, it's a Walt Disney-specific restaurant. I mean, it, he was there. Yeah. So, it, you know, I think that Well, really... he definitely inspired, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he was yeah. in that in area. Disney, yeah. He wasn't yeah, in he was, Yeah, he was yeah. in that park. Right. I mean, that that's pretty crazy. And, you know, it's obviously... I actually like the exclus- exclusivity, exclusivity of that. There we go. Um, for Cove Bar, I do love it. It is hot all the time. Yeah, that's true. I, that's the only thing that really gets me about that. I feel like we've gone there when it's been pretty brutal. Yeah, but we... I mean, I've always well, loved it, yeah. but I'm always sweating. Yeah. All right. That was a good one. <laughs> that's sarcastic. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. I think that was, I think that was our most lengthy, lengthy yeah. discussion. Um, so four more. So this one, Holly starts... I'm calling this Omni Mover Experiences. <laughs> what are you calling it? Omni Mover. Okay. So, Haunted Mansion at Disney World, Spaceship Earth, People Mover. Interestingly. Okay, never mind. They're all Disney World locations, but okay, go ahead. Oh, good lord. Um, I'm going to go with Always Haunted Mansion, Sometimes People Mover. And never Spaceship Earth. Boom. Yeah. Catherine? Oh, boy. This one's really, really hard. I think I'm going to have to do the... Oh, oh boy. Um, I think I'm going to have to do this. No, I'm going to do a little different. Always Spaceship or, or Always Haunted Mansion. God, I'm like <laughs> having like, a stroke whoa. here. Um, sometimes Spaceship Earth and then never the People Mover, although I love the People Mover. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go um, Always Haunted Mansion, Sometimes People Mover, and never Spaceship Earth. Uh, I mean, as much as I like Spaceship Earth, I just like the other two better. I mean, Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. is is way ahead of the other two for me, and then it's it's much closer with the remaining, but... Uh, people mover takes it. Mm-hmm. Scott. Uh, always spaceship Earth. Always, always, always spaceship Earth. <laughs> you have to thank those Phoenicians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes haunted mansion, and uh, never people mover. Yeah, I, that's fine. I mean, I I get it. I mean, it's yeah. it's not really. What's it do? It it moves people. Now approaching <laughs> Space Mountain. All right, so. I think we're unanimous with this in Haunted Mansion, um, as always. No, we're not. No, we're not. Scott, Scott literally just said, always, yeah, said always, always, always Spaceship Earth, if you weren't listening. Which I gave I enough obviously, old always I, uh, to balance out everyone right. else. He said three always. I'm losing my mind. Um, people it. Mover would be um, sometimes... <laughs> I love the people. I, it's the simplest thing, yet 
I love it. Yeah, I, I do too. I, you get to yeah. go all over Tomorrowland. I just kick enjoy. back, relax. Yeah, yeah. People watch. And then Spaceship Earth never, even though. I think I, think people, I do it every. I, I don't think there's been a trip that I haven't done Spaceship Earth. I think. I think the but, People Mover could knock the Haunted Mansion out for me if they would just let you stay on it if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. So you know like the I mean? real world? Yeah, just like let you keep riding it if you felt like... The spirit moved you? Yeah. Like maybe you have a little card there that you could be like, I'm, I want to get off the ride. <laughs> All right. So we got this I'm calling lounges. The Bellevue Lounge at the Boardwalk. Nomad Lounge at... Uh, Animal Kingdom, and the Carthay Circle Lounge at California Adventure. Okay. Who's up? You are. Okay. okay. Um, this one's pretty easy for me. Okay. Um, I love, I, I mean, I have a very clear alliance to the, the West Coast. I love Carthay Circle. I've had great times there. I associate it with being there with my friends and always having like a huge 18 ounce beer. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go Carthay Circle as my always. I'm going to do sometimes Nomad Lounge. I do love the Nomad Lounge. It's moving its way up. It's definitely one of my favorite spots in Animal Kingdom. And then Never Bellevue, just because we haven't gone there a lot. I don't have a lot of experiences there, but the time I was there was amazing. Um, and there's really nothing... Um, like nothing super special about it. It's more like a hole in the wall, I would call yeah. it. Like it's yeah, like this. It's not like signature drinks or oh, there's this thing about it that you have to go like where Nomad Lounge. Like yeah, you go for the Jen's tattoos. You go for the Jen or for the Jen's Kungaloosh. It's Jen's, Jen's everything. Oh, I was like, whoa. The Jen's Annapurna Zing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Carthay has a very clear theme and uh, yeah. like theme with the menu. You can get Walt's drink there. Come on, people. Yeah. Um. Same. Always Carthay Circle, sometimes uh, Nomad Lounge, and never Bellevue Lounge. I mean, the Bellevue Lounge is, like Catherine said, it's nothing special. I mean, it's very limited seating. It's just like... But it, it is nice if you can get is, in there. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a little alcove in the boardwalk, and, and it's just a bar. It's nothing special. It's a nice, quiet place to sit, enjoy a uh, beer or drink, and have conversation, but... It's it's nothing special, so that's why it gets my never. Okay, I'm gonna flip flop your first two and say always Nomad Lounge, um, and sometimes Carthay Circle for many of the same reasons. I just I've genuinely enjoyed being in both inside and outside of the Nomad Lounge, and Bellevue Lounge would be my never for many many same reasons. I agree with Scott wholeheartedly on this one. Nomad is one of my favorite spots anywhere. Disney property, both coasts, the outside porch. I just, I, mm -hmm. I get, that's another place I could sit there for hours and just relax. And we have. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Holly? I am actually going to break away from Team Waz and join Team Walsh. Welcome. Welcome. Um, the water's fine. <laughs> um, I'm going to go always Carthay Circle. Um, Sometimes Nomad Lounge and Never Bellevue. Oh, so we have our first unanimous never. So okay, so that brings. What would you have replaced? Is there anything? I would have that, said a month ago, Abracadabra would have been in there with that. But wait, how about um, Cava de Tequila? 
That's oh, a lounge. Yeah. That That's been, a lounge. That would have been hard. Yeah, yeah that would have been. Not yeah, I would have put that in. That would have been a much harder oh, one. Just gonna turn this out. <laughs> Get the lighter. Yeah. All right. Next Th time. This one, I, this, I feel like Matt's gonna do mental gymnastics here. <laughs> so I want to see how he how he goes about this one. I think this I, is gonna is be for all of us the most <clears throat> difficult for him to decide. Oh. So this is so uh, this is another naturally you have me starting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this is Ooh. the uniques. Uniques. Flight of Passage. Mission Breakout. Oh god. Toy Story Midway Mania. Why do you do this to me? Oh. <laughs> How dare look at you. It, look at it, look at his face. Oh god. He's in agony over there. This is tough. Right? I'm just saying if you put oh, Toy Story god. last you may lose a friendship and a marriage. <laughs> Oh. Two friendships and a marriage. Oh, just saying. Lady. No, I'm just kidding. But you should. <laughs> but for real. But, but for real, you should have put Illuminations never in, and then we would have been fine. <laughs> um, um, boy. So, Flight of Passage, Mission Breakout, Toy Story, Midway Mania. Um. Here's the thing. As much as I'm enamored by the brand spanking new Flight of Passage and Mission Breakout, and I've talked at length about how much I love them. If we're talking about, like, just the wording of this, always, like, I don't, I can't remember the last time that I've been to Walt Disney World and I haven't made it a priority, or there hasn't, like, been in my subconscious, like, oh, I'm getting on Toy Story Midway Mini, I'm doing Rope Drop Toy Story. Um, it's just great. The replay value is amazing. I'm always, like, I want to beat my top score, I want to get the top score of the day, you know? I want to freaking launch that rocket and throw... Freaking rings in a mm -hmm. robot mouth. <laughs> you can't do that on anything else. So I got to go always Toy Story, Midway Mania. I think this one's going to be hard then. Sometimes. Are you <laughs> really putting, uh, I mean. Sometimes. This is really hard. This is a really hard one for you. Sometimes. Flight of Passage. And never Guardians we, of the Galaxy. Can we do Mission some breakout. I would love to just. Okay, let's be quiet for a second. In that space, we're just going to um, insert some quotes from our Disneyland review trip from earlier this summer. Where, where I Matt said Mr. Breakout's my this favorite. This is my favorite ride of all time. Um, and yeah. now it's rubble because of Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Matt just wow, blew Matt. it up. I feel the earth I feel like on any given day, I could have flip-flopped Flight of Passes and Mission Breakout. And even as I said that, I'm already feeling like I want to flip-flop them. But I feel like... It's not too late. It's still your turn. Well, how many times did you ride Mission Breakout while we were out there? You I feel like it. you wrote it like a handful. I think four times. You wrote, it, you wrote it once by yourself and then like three times a day. We Damn it, it, flip them, Catherine. Oh, <laughs> we're doing the flip. We're flipping Always them. Toy Story. Well, you saved your marriage. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout. Well, they and can't never rebuild it that quickly, so now you destroyed passage. two attractions. Well, yeah. I'm very reckless. <laughs> Scott, what's yours going to be? Um, I'm going to say always Flight of Passage, sometimes Midway Mania, and never Mission Breakout. But that could change, because I rode Tower of Terror several times when I was down in Disney World this past trip. And I am inspired to go on Mission Breakout the next time in California. So Breakout! We'll, uh, we'll leave that one open to change. Right? Rob? Um, so, for as much as I fear getting on Tower of Terror... I had such an amazing time on Mission Breakout, and we'll do it every time now. So, that is my always Mission Whoa, Breakout. Whoa, that's pretty you. surprising. I, yep. 
respect I that. thought the theming just it, it it was the music like them blasting them it was just so so good it's amazing um flight of passages sometimes and never is toy story midway mania <clears throat> see i think the thing you said about the repe repeatability like i kind of get i know this is sacrilege to you guys but no. i kind of get bored on it a little bit like, I've never been able to get better for as He's many times. He's actually just been sitting there. He didn't realize. <laughs> he didn't realize he was going to He didn't realize he was supposed to touch that gun. <laughs> so, um, no, like, I can never break that, like, 150, 160,000 so mark. So you like, were saying you could never break out. Yes. Before you give bum rush. So, uh, I, but, again, I do thoroughly enjoy the experience and will continue to do it. It's mm -hmm. just the other two are... Better in my opinion. Okay. Sorry. Mm. Not sorry. Apologize, man. Sorry, not sorry. We, right now. <laughs> Thanks, Demi. Be, and, and it's not going to happen after Holly and I go because it's not an even number. But right now we have a completely even grid that every single thing has gotten one wow, sometimes, one always, <laughs> and one never. So right now we are co totally even. Very interesting. Oh, boy. So, so it's up Holly and I are going to flip those tables. All right. I'm going to go hard between Toy Story and Flight of Passage. Um, you want to start with your never? Yeah, let me start with my never. That will be Mission Breakout. I'm okay. sorry. I was clinging to the wall for dear life. <laughs> um, won't do it again. But I'm glad I did it because I got to experience yeah. from what I saw when I had my eyes open. <laughs> um, it seemed pretty cool. Um, I'm looking at Flight of Passage and Toy Story as fast pass availability. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting reason to yeah, make no, that decision. I, but I get um, I'm going to go always Toy Story, Midway Mania, and then sometimes Flight of Passage. Okay. I, Holly and I have the exact same mentality for that. I'm a huge fan of Toy Story Mania. Um, I, I love it. I think the repeatability is great. I... Whenever I get off of it, I always want to go right back on it. Um, and I kind of feel that same way about Flight of Passage. I mean, now that I've gone on it, I'm like, man, it sucks. I'm not going to be able to get on that right away. Or, you know, I'll have to wait to my next trip so we can fast pass it. So I'd have to say sometimes and then, y'all know me and drops. I don't do them. Never, <laughs> never mission breakout. All right. All right. Last one. Okay. So this is the mountains category. Space. Splash and Everest. All wow, no big thunder. Is it? It's me, right? No, it's to me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Always space. Sometimes Everest. Never splash. Okay. Um, my favorite attraction of all the parks is Expedition Everest, so that is my always. Splash is sometimes. I've really that that attraction has like really grown on me as I've done it more. Did you find your laughing place? Yes. <laughs> yes, between between the the theming, the song, the length that oh, you're you on. Oh, you get a bang for your pop. Yeah, the, the nice drop. Um, the nice drop. No, like I enjoy I enjoy nice. the I enjoy the drop. That's a great like it, it combines so many cool elements. You get the mm -hmm. the water ride like so pirates. He just, he just never in space, I think. And I never <laughs> space uh, I don't care. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Disappointed. Yeah. Holly, what's yours going to be? Always Space Mountain. Sometimes Everest. 
Never splash <laughs> mountain. I do not do that 50 foot drop. Okay. All right. Catherine. Scott, you sometimes splash, right? No, I never splash. Oh, you never splashed? Okay. Yeah, you sometimes ever. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to always space. This is an easy one for me. Sometimes splash and like literally sometimes one time splash. Like I've only been on it once and it was kind of a bet. So that was sometimes splash and never ever never been on it. Don't plan on getting on it. Okay. That's that is literally always sometimes never. I know. The other one the other one was too the rock and roller coaster one was truly rock and roller coaster California Screaming Test Track is was truly always sometimes never too. Alright. Um always space mountain. Um that's my favorite ride in, in Magic Kingdom. Sometimes Splash Mountain and Never Everest. Sorry, Rob. That's okay. Huh. All right. That's it. All right. So do you want to do some superlatives? Sure. I think we real should. Real quick before uh, Okay, before real quick. You, you, call, you calm down there, producer man. Okay, so for you, for you individually, what was the hardest choice that you had to make what was the hardest category and why like which two were you i'm assuming it was probably between two which two were the like does anything come to mind for anybody bars was hard that's that was the hardest cove treater and club 33 yeah um unique i mean which is what uh Flight of Passage, Mission Space, and Toy Story Midway Media. Yeah, I mean, exactly what Rob said when I would yeah. be doing mental gymnastics. It was, <laughs> was very, very much the truth. That was, that was the hardest choice I had to make. And even now, I'm, I'm questioning whether I made the right choice. Oh, yeah, restaurants were kind of tough, that, too. That was a tough one. Homecoming versus Marimoto versus LaSalle. Yeah. Rob, you um, got one? The, the lounges for me, because I, I literally love all three of those places. Yeah. Like, even as much as we sort of knocked at Bellevue like one of the most memorable experiences was just hanging there that one night yeah. and like we were there for hours and yeah. like it I just loved it there so I did too um my by far hands down the hardest one that I had to choose from was the Polynesian versus the Disneyland hotel and hotels that yeah. was just like that ripped my heart open. Oh my goodness. Um, and then anybody, and this could be for you or for someone else, the most surprising choice you heard. And mine, mine was two for my husband. <laughs> um, that he never mission break out, I think, was pretty crazy. And then we didn't really Wait, talk. No, I didn't. I, switched, I switched Oh, it. you switched, switched it? it? Oh, sorry. Well then, but it was surprising at first. No, actually, the first thing I wrote down, like when I was taking notes here, was I was shocked at your um, appreciation of Trader Sam's. That you sometimes Trader Sam's, because I always kind of thought, I know you don't really drink rum, you don't really drink vodka, like so mixed drinks aren't really your thing. I get and I was there. surprised. I was surprised that you held Trader Sam's up as high as you did. I just I like the atm- the atmosphere really throws it over the edge for me. I don't really get the the mixed drinks, but I get a beer and I just hang out, enjoy myself. You guys remember when we did the March Madness when Holly picked Space Mountain over Haunted Mansion? Because oh that's my other yeah. most surprising choice that I'm still thinking about to this day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anybody else? Any um, other ones that you were like? I was me. surprised that more of you didn't have Club 33 as your always. 
Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, Matt not picking illumination. Yeah, same here. As, same here. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize how much um, you guys enjoyed Indiana Jones. Oh it's yeah, so I love, good. I love Indiana Jones. I, it's good, but it's great. Man, not to rehash these things, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm just surpri- I'm surprised that, especially compared to the Safari. I, I was I, also really surprised that Holly put Toy Story as her always. That was one yeah. that I, I was really surprised with, especially given how good Flight of Passage is and yeah. I know how much... That was a tough one, though. Yeah, those two. So those in order to, tough. Good job, Rob. In order yeah, to like make that decision, I had to like, look at Break it. Break it down. Who, which one can I get a fast pass <laughs> yeah, quickly? Yeah, and I... I Hope that some of our listeners are kind of playing along at home. You got a pen and a pad, put yours in, and feel free to take to social media and tell us yeah, or how, email how us. off base we are with our sub- clearly subjective opinions. I was going to say, um, <laughs> follow us on Twitter because what I'm going to do is like uh, throughout the week, I will actually post these questions and you can actually take a poll yeah. for yourself on our Twitter page. So follow awesome. us at WDW Happy Hour. Wonderful. And uh, another, I guess, last call item is that we will be in Disney World next weekend, all five of us. So if you're there, um, please reach out to us on social media or via email. Um, or here's Rob's phone number. Just kidding. Um, here's Scott's social security number. Address. Um, so please reach out to us. We'd love to see you. We have a f- we have quite a few things that we definitely want to do. Not only that, but if you're running or at any of the races, please be there um, to support Scott and Holly because they'll Ooh. be running. So definitely, wave. yeah, wave or scream WDW Happy Hour. And, uh, we'll, we'll sign autographs for the race. They're willing Actually, to slow you know down what? their time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're planning on bouncing around to a lot of spots. We definitely want to go to the new Bar and the Dolphin. Yes. Um, and we'll probably be, I'm planning on going back to Baseline and Food and Wine. So if you're uh, around or want to hear a review of something specific, again, reach out to us. We're happy to, you know, try things for you. So... Anybody else have any other last call items? I do not. Nada? All right. No, we skipped something from our last trip, but maybe we'll roll that into, because this went lengthy, maybe we'll roll that into our trip review for next, next episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not super time critical, so. All right. We'll um, leave you guys in anticipation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, all right. So, everybody, we're going to end it like we always do and give you a big cheers. 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 cheers.